Hi, my name is Brittany Davidson. I'm a PhD student at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and today I'm going to share about late gestation heat stress and the impacts on cow and calf thermoregulation and production from my most recent study. So our lab is in Wisconsin and we study heat stress and we do this across multiple stages of the dairy cattle um, life stages. And uh, we know that heat stress has negative impacts on the economics of the dairy industry. U.S. farms on average experience about 96 days of heat stress a year. And here in Wisconsin, those farms are experiencing about 50 days of heat stress a year. And so it becomes really important to understand how heat stress is impacting um, cows of all ages. So specifically in the dry cow, we know there's decreases in dry matter intake, milk yield and protein, um, cow immunity. There's increases in body temperatures and respiratory rates. And then we also see that carryover effect of the heat stress during this period on calf birth weights and on calf performance. And so in addition to that, we also know methionine is essential for milk synthesis and is a substrate for other amino acids and is also a methyl donor. So we wanted to know if it was possible to supplement methionine during the transition period to overcome some of these negative consequences we see uh, during this time because of heat stress. So we started out by using the electric heat blanket model to induce heat stress in the cows because we conducted this project in the uh, summer and fall of 2022. So that ranges into some of the months that are very cold here in Wisconsin. So these blankets are from Thermotech. They're an infrared heating uh, pad blanket system, and they were actually designed for horses. So we modified them a little bit to be able to fit onto our cows. And so at six weeks relative to calving, uh, we, we started our cows on their diets. So that was either a controlled diet or a controlled diet with supplemental methionine. And then four weeks before calving, we gave them their blankets. And so um, all of our methionine cows got blankets and then half of our control cows got the blankets. And then those treatments remained from that dry period up until 28 days in milk. So we have three treatments resulting from that, control thermal neutrals, control heat stress with the blanket, and then the methionine heat stress with the blanket. So, so far, we have been able to um, identify that our heat blankets did in fact induce heat stress in these cows. We have uh, increased respiration rates in our heat stressed cows along with the skin temperatures, and that's relative to our control thermal neutral cows. For our calves, we saw um, a decrease in body weights in our heat-stressed cows. Um, and then in our control heat-stressed dams, we also find the reduction of the milk protein percentage up until 28 days. And then um, the blue line is our control thermal neutral, and you'll see that green line for the methionine heat-stressed cows is sometimes above that blue line. And so we're able to see that the methionine supplemented cows are able to recover uh, that milk protein percentage during this time. And so current and future analyses are glucose, insulin, NEFA, and BHBA, and that's to get a, a better understanding of the metabolic processes happening during this time to understand what that methionine is helping them with. We're going to profile the amino acids and then evaluating the mammary tissue biopsies that I took uh, to understand 
um, a little bit more of how that methionine is supporting this increase in milk protein percentage during the transition period under heat stress conditions. And we're also going to follow the calves from this project up until about a year uh, to see how their uh, postnatal life is reacting to that methionine supplemented to them during the transition period.